0: Good luck high five.
1: That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you. If you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're gearing up to play some historic brawl on Arena, or you're just hoping that someday, someday you can go back to FNM. <laughs> We're here for you.
0: I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, to kick off the new year, 2021, we're going to be dipping our hands into the Good Luck High Five mailbag and answering some of your questions. That's right. We're just, you
1: know, we're just here at the start of a new year, trying to get our bearings, as is everybody. Everyone's oh yeah. like, 2021, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be chill? Or are you going to be bad like your brother was bad? <laughs>
0: Is that some of the questions that like you found yourself having to deal with in life,
1: Megan? Yeah. Yep. Are you going to be bad like your brother was bad? Yeah. Classic <laughs> question of siblinghood. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're also going to talk about Standard a little bit because Megan has been testing for the Venus and Mercury League, which kicks off this Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern.
1: I'm very excited. And also, I'm like pretty sure that I'm just going to get my butt kicked. But
0: I feel like you know. that's what you always say before every tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: and do you know what? I'm usually right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll find out uh, after this weekend. More on that yeah. coming up in the show. Before we get to any of that, a big, amazing thank you to everybody who uh, is one of our patrons over on patreoncom slash magic. I was pausing to put on my miniature hands, um, <laughs> which I still have by my by me by my desk, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. so I'm, I'm doing a little applause for you you can't hear it but you can see it if you watch the video they're back they're back yes. baby uh, <laughs> thank uh, you shout so out much. to
1: zachary who has become a patron since we last announced it on the last episode yay
0: Zachary! thank you zachary <laughs> Good job. Thank you so much, everybody who became a new patron, who remained a patron, who upped their Patreon pledge from last episode to this episode. You Mm -hmm. keep the show running. And uh, we're so thankful to have all of you to hit the ground running here in 2021, um, as hopefully the year continues to put the world back on its feet. That's right.
1: If you don't hit the ground running in 2021, the ground will no longer be beneath you because it will be gone. (laughs) Like you just have to, you have to just really be moving or else it's just going to zip right past you. Zip right
0: past. I thought you were going to sit, I was imagining it like a treadmill and you're going to do a face plant if you didn't start running, but no, the treadmill has already gone without you down the road. Oh yeah. Man. Although
1: I think the faceplant is also like fairly accurate.
0: <laughs> Once I saw somebody uh, not, like running on a trail, except they weren't running with their human feet. They were using like a, an elliptical, but it was an elliptical that moved down the road with them, you know. So it wasn't it's stationary. It was like a moving elliptical. So you could be on the elliptical, but you could also be out in nature on an elliptical. So it was like running, but without the impact. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> It was the strangest thing. I looked, I, I like couldn't believe what I was seeing when I saw it happen before my very eyes. Yeah, that's wild. Anyway, so if you've ever thought I love the elliptical so much that I need to take it with me outside on a running trail, (laughs) I'm looking up elliptical, but for outside right now. Okay, great, great, great. Please confirm this for me (laughs) that I didn't just hallucinate this person earlier this summer. There's ones that look like a bicycle. Huh? No, she was definitely standing up doing it. Okay. It was, it was like the gym, it had just torn screws out of the ground and left the gym and was like, freedom! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, all the ones that I'm
1: seeing are like, are like weird elliptical bicycles.
0: Oh, okay. Well, if you know what I'm talking about, please tweet at GLHFMagic with the hashtag. Illogical but outside because I need to know <laughs> that I didn't imagine this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Or was it just a fever dream that Maria had?
0: It could have been. It honestly could have been because telling the difference between dreams and reality has become increasingly harder uh, over the course of the pandemic.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Hasn't it though?
0: <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash shift magic. Become a member today. <laughs> Also, big thanks to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Head on over there if you want to buy anything for your magical life. They're such a great company. They've got super speedy shipping, and they've got basically everything you could ever want to get the year started off right. Um, And if you say good luck, high five in your order, they'll give you a sticker or token, uh, which is really cool. They've got a year in review article up there right now. So not only do they have really cool products, but they've got a really great blog with some cool stuff to read uh, over on their website. All right, everybody, it's time to talk some standard here to kick off the new year. We've got call time on the horizon, but it's not here quite yet. And yeah. to celebrate some new standard, uh, we've got the Venus and Mercury League coming up this Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern time over on twitch.tv aspirantccg if you want to check that out. Megan is playing in the yeah, league. Yeah,
1: I am. And do you know what? I have been playing a lot of standard despite myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay what do you mean by that statement i mean that just like in general if someone plays a turn one ruin crab you're just like i want you to go straight to heck and stay there
0: yeah so like, rogues are still like plaguing you
1: yes rogues they're just still everywhere and it's just so dumb do you know what's
0: dumb <laughs> ruin crab is dumb well ruin crab did win which what crimby did we give it like i don't know it was like most surprisingly good most surprisingly or something surprisingly like that good. uh, Um, But right
1: now it's winning. I hate it the most. Okay, great. It's just so annoying and you're just like, why? Why is this happening? Why is this a thing that we're doing right now?
0: Why am I being killed by an O three 3 for one blue mana?
1: Exactly. And it's like, it just doesn't do anything except like make all their Drown in the Locks good or whatever. And I feel like every single time that it happens, my opponent, the next turn is like Fabled Passage, Milieu for six. And I'm like, I'm so mad. (laughs)
0: I don't know. I, I really like the rogues deck, but the reason I like it is not because of the mill strategy, but you need to have the mill strategy in order to have drawn a block be any good.
1: It's just, you know, it it is a pain. It's a thorn in my side. But a crab anyways. A in
0: your leg. Yeah, yes. I get it. That
1: being said, um, for a while I was playing black-white enchantments. <laughs> Yes. um which is actually like very good against rogues yes. because you just want things in your graveyard <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just like oh thank you you like put all these enchantments in my graveyard and now I'll like cast this ephemia and make some oh, zombies so or like thank you for putting this you know like mogus's favor in my graveyard now I'll cast it from there yeah um so that was like that was nice but um i kind of got bored i kind of got bored of them um of the black white enchantments I mean like it was, it was fun, but I don't know.
0: It was That's a the thing about standard is that you're
1: just playing the same thing again and again.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, that is like my and a lot of people's biggest complaint about standard is that is the fact that there's not enough deck diversity. Which, yeah, of course, I'm not even I talking about deck diversity.
1: I'm achieve. just talking about how I don't like just playing the same deck. <laughs> Oh, you want to play different decks. I (laughs) want to play different decks. Like, I don't want to play black, white enchantments again and again. I want to, like, try everything out. That's why I love draft. You get to draft something completely new every time.
0: Yeah, Um, that's true. And that's the most fun. I've got to tell you, though, um, that makes the Venus and Mercury League pretty uh, ideal for you anyway. Like, you're playing it. You're not locked into a deck for the entirety of the league. That's true. can change every week. You do. Um, and
1: so I so I was tra- testing out black-white, and then I was like, I have got tired of this. And then someone played this, like, team or draw two deck against me, and I was like, this is sick. <laughs> but I couldn't find a version of it that I really liked. Yeah. Um, I've played some, like, mono green food for a while because it is actually kind of fun to play mono green food. Whoa. Um, how, how is it fun?
0: Because you just me.
1: get to bring all these things back from the graveyard and draw a bunch of cards with Great Henge.
0: Oh, I do love the Great Henge. That I understand.
1: Exactly. Like Great Henge. Oh, love it. I love the Great Henge so much. Yeah, um, you draw so great. many cards with it. Uh, I love bringing back a Feasting Troll King from the graveyard. It's just a <laughs> blast.
0: Okay. I, I'm on board now. Yeah. I'm on board. It's just a real good time, you know? Um.
1: <laughs> so anyways, so, uh, you know, I played some of that. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm bored. <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing a through line here. Yes. Yes, I was like, I'm bored. Let's just, like... Troll some online deck lists and just find something and jam it. Uh, and what I landed
0: on was <laughs> Naya Winota. Okay. This I could not believe. Before we started recording, Megan's like, guess which deck I'm playing in the VML. And I and like, Maria
1: had so many guesses. And no, never once was she near guessing <laughs> I was going to play Naya Winota.
0: Almost maybe the last deck I would have ever
1: expected you to play. But do you know what? It's just a party, man. Like what a what a good time it is. Um, it's a fun time. Like sometimes you put things into play with Winota. Um, sometimes you just get to do these like fun count like counter synergies with Basri's lieutenant. Oh yeah. Um, which puts counters on things, and then it has Luminarch Aspirant, and that puts uh, is that what I'm thinking of?
0: Yeah, the little yeah, the the little little one
1: in a white one one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that puts like counters on things, and then like they try and kill your stuff,
0: and you just end up with more things. It's a good time. Oh, I never thought about that. Luminar and plus Boss Ries Lieutenant. It's great. You cool. have Lotus
1: Cobra. Um, do I think that the deck is actually good? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I submit it for the VML this
1: week anyways? Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? The thing about playing Winota is that you can win out of nowhere at any time.
1: That's true. Is that like sometimes you might just attack with like three non-humans with a Winota in play and then like Put into play a bunch of things that are tapped and attacking, and it's a great time.
0: Yeah, or you're like, I have nothing to do. My creatures all stink. They're I'm out class, and then you draw Winota, play Winota, attack, Boom, and you're dead. just like,
1: okay, everything's great now. Yeah. Um, sometimes your opponent forgets that like Winota makes the things that it puts into play indestructible for a turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Yep. All that's, I'm saying that is, is a great time. It's a real good time.
0: Um. So yeah, How- you know, that's my plan. So, um, how do you feel about playing against Allie Warfield, your round one opponent who has had a lot of success, like on the SG yeah. circuit and stuff you know, and in rivals?
1: though I would say that the worst part of it is I was thinking, I was like, oh, she kind of tends to lean into like red, green or green. And so I just like scrapped all of the rogues cards out of the sideboard. <laughs> Great. <coughs> Of this deck. And luckily she's not playing rogues. Uh, like oh, I was like, I don't goodness. think she's going to, but she is playing, um, doom for instead. Ooh, tough, tough match. So I don't think that I'm very fit. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's so, that's yeah. so
0: cool though.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I'm very entertained by the fact that we're like a deeply off meta.
0: Yeah. <laughs> matchup.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, I Oh, it. what's this matchup over here? Oh, it's Winona and doom like, Okay.
0: Great, great. So, how does this work with the stream that's happening on Friday? Um, so the way it works is that everyone
1: who plays this week, you just contact your opponent and you all schedule a time to play mm-hmm. sometime before Friday, and then you record, and then they take some of the matches um, and they broadcast them with commentary.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, wow. So, how many weeks does this tournament run again? You know, Maria. If only I knew. <laughs> Well, I'm I suppose kidding. it's different if you make it in the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, I'm kidding.
1: I think that this base part I want to say runs five weeks because there's six people in each. one. Okay, great. Is so that right? basically, I think so.
0: You I have can't to. Count. I mean, you're going to have to face the end boss, Caroline Cavanaugh, at some point. Think, we all no. know the two-time champion.
1: Um, you know, only if I do well because Caroline is in a different, um, like a different pod than me. Okay. So let's see. Hold on. I'll tell you right now how many weeks there are.
0: All right. I'm just imagining I'm setting up an end boss fight. It's you and Caroline in the end. And you have, you know, you've got, you've got a facer in a dark arena. Oh, there's,
1: there's seven weeks because there's eight people in each division. Okay, great. Yeah.
0: Um, (sighs) so good time. How do you think you're going to feel when you sit down to record that match?
1: Oh, man! I think it's going to be wild. I'm going to be because, like, "What's like, even happening right now? I When's- know we haven't played competitively for so long. I know the closest thing was the
0: arena open, yeah, that's the closest and I remember you saying like you're like, "Oh, I can feel the rush of competition again. It's
1: true. <laughs> I'm sure I'll feel it. I'm
0: sure i'm I'm going to make some real dumb mistakes as a result." Oh, well, I mean, that's just a given. Mm-hmm. Like we're all a little rusty. This is going to be, we're all going to be making mistakes like this, coming back yeah. into things that we, uh, like we're, the adrenaline that we're gets
1: flowing. And then the next thing you know,
0: you've, yep.
1: you've really made a horrible mistake.
0: <laughs> I'm already, I'm already seeing it happen with, um, human interaction, right. In person. Like, you know, if you're somewhere where other humans are, you know, socially distant, safe and everything like outside and you're talking to them whatever's happening i have noticed myself being like wait how do i human being interaction with people again yeah like i'm i'm rusty at it after all this time so it only goes to follow that oh i dropped one of my mini hands (laughs) (laughs) oh oh no (laughs) we would be rusty when it comes to competitive play too like remember you've got to think like once we're back in person you're shuffling you like have to cut decks you've no it's gonna be a disaster it's gonna be a real disaster i'm gonna make a prediction right now bold prediction first competitive paper event in person like a gp that happens once again there'll be more judge calls for dexterity violations than any other tournament of all time (laughs) Also, uh, did you just call it a dexterity violation? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the technical term is, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Excuse me, judge? Dexterity violation? (laughs) You know, something like that. Uh Uh-huh. You can tell us what the actual rule is by the yeah. hashtag Dexterity Violation, please, <laughs> at Geolage of Magic, because I I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like when you accidentally see somebody's deck when you cut yeah. it or what whatever. Yeah. I
1: don't know what I I think it might just be like too bad. <laughs> like, it's called. Too it's bad. called too bad. Like, I mean too bad. if you accidentally showed your opponent your deck by like dropping a bunch of cards on the
0: table. Oh, that is for sure called too like, bad. Like, that's yeah. just your bad. <laughs> Erase this. Hold on, we need to eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, your opponent. They'll be back in a few hours after we've erased what your deck is from their memory. Well, I was gonna uh, say they were gonna men and black them. Oh yeah, just flashy
1: like, thing. So much faster. Yeah, so much faster. Of <laughs> all the ways to wipe people's memories. <laughs>
0: either like this weird complicated surgery actually i can't remember what it is in eternal sunshine that they actually do maybe they don't even explain it i don't remember flashy thing only takes a few seconds Mm -hmm. um like that once at a tournament i was in the last round of a gp and (laughs) this was playing for day two and i accidentally drew a card even though i was on the draw (laughs) but you mean on the play Yes, on the play. That would have been fine.
1: Yeah, if you had drawn a card on the draw, you (laughs) were simply playing the game correctly.
0: (laughs) I did it incorrectly, and my opponent, the fix then, I'm not sure if it is the same fix now, is they can thought seize you
1: for free. Oh,
0: that's a bummer. And that was really bad, because I was playing Boggles. (laughs) Yeah, yep. It was awful. I was like... You idiot to myself. Aww. Thankfully, I still won the match, but I did not win that game. Um, <laughs> although I would have if I had not mistakenly drawn a card on the play. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not dexterity. That's mental fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's mental dexterity. Mental dexterity. Yes, yeah. that's the word for it. Um, anyways, I am super anyways. excited.
1: Like, I think it'll be fun. Um, I think that like this Winota deck, even if even if it just gets like mercilessly crushed is a good time to play. So like, oh, for I sure. hope that I at least get to have like one Winona trigger. That's like a party.
0: Oh yeah. I, I hope you do too. Especially because that will probably mean they'd show off your game. Cause that would be a fun game to see on the street. Yeah, exactly. I will simply hope that the games are good enough that they broadcast them. Um, so
1: that it can be some fun times.
0: Alright, everybody who wants to send positive energy Megan's way, uh, go ahead and tweet at us. with. Uh, I'm making so many hashtags today. It's so yeah. unprecedented. With the hashtag uh, Winoto Party. <laughs> yes, Winoto Party! <laughs> and tune in once again on Friday to twitch.tv slash aspirant CCG at 9pm Eastern Time if you want to see some highlights from these matches happening all week. Yeah it's time to dive face first into the good luck high five mailbag wear your goggles because that might hurt we've got some <laughs> questions from listeners Yeah, i
1: don't i don't recommend diving face first into
0: mail yeah i mean butt first is that the best way <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you had to dive into a giant pool of envelopes i guess probably butt first would be the way you'd want to go
0: yeah for sure yeah. absolutely you don't want to or maybe just like that. feet first Feed first, yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless it's, I mean, like very deep, then it's just getting. Now we're getting scary. Yeah, how deep is this mail bag? How is it enough to suck me down and suffocate me under the weight of the mail? Uh, Do you ever have grain elevator nightmares? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, I was pretty sure that was you who, said yeah, that absolutely. You were of grain no, that
1: elevators. is me. Uh, grain, like I'm just saying, uh, as like a, don't. We could stop talking about this. Oh, okay, because it is in fact. <laughs> One of my nightmares.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the questions then.
1: Oh, man. I had a Godzilla nightmare last night. You did? Yeah, Why? Yeah, I forgot about. I don't know. It was just wild. They were transformed. They started out as little Godzillas. Cute. And then some kind of network of plants Polywalk transformed symbiote? them into enormous Godzillas.
0: That sounds like it's probably a movie starring Mark Wahlberg.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really sounds like it could be. Um, and I remember like part of my dream was like, there being like grainy news footage of like people trying, people trying to shoot them when they were medium sized and killing people. Anyways,
0: <laughs> your dreams are so weird. Why did you have a Godzilla dream? I don't know. It was, it was very weird. Were you, you've not been watching any Godzilla movies? No. Oh, so strange. I know. It have was you been just playing a lot of Ikoria draft? No. All it right. just happened. Can't explain it. You know, I know.
1: I can't explain it either,
0: man. But
1: it is what it Here is. We <laughs> Here we, we are. Here we
0: are. Here we are. Question number one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I love this question. As a Canadian Highlander and Gladiator player, I have a fondness for competitive 1v1 singleton formats. And I believe you mentioned enjoying singleton in the past. Yes, that's right. Do you think there should or ever will be an official competitive singleton format? Do you know what? I like keeping it.
1: I like keeping it as like brawl and stuff.
0: You like keeping it cash? I like
1: keeping it cash. Hot take. I like keeping it cash. I like that there's a format where I never have to think about trying to win a bunch. I can just think about having a good time.
0: My question is though. I mean, I personally would love to see it because I want to see what happens more than anything else, because it's such a difference from a four of format to a one of format. Yeah. And does that, is that enough to stop like one deck from being at the top or not? Yeah. I want to know the answer to that question.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know.
0: My gut tells me that there will still be a best deck and yes. maybe a best couple of decks
1: i agree i agree i don't think that there's really any way to prevent that like even and if be it's control. just singleton
0: yeah there'll be control decks i imagine because aggro decks i don't think are consistent enough in best of one yeah best of one you know what i mean singleton yeah to yeah compete. i wonder if
1: there are like some format like the fact that it's singleton i wonder if it just kind of like narrows the range of like what is truly hardcore competitive down so much that it just wouldn't ever be a super satisfying hyper competitive format
0: yeah like uh, i think yorian proved to us that uh increasing the number of cards as well because a lot of these are 100 card formats um does not hamper a control deck as much as you would think that it would yeah um let me think i still i still think it'd be very fun and i definitely want to try it i we love singleton uh it's yeah it's just i love so brawl fun. brawl is great like brawl the, i think
1: is like the closest thing that i think of when people talk about a competitive singleton format
0: yes for it's sure. like
1: oh it would probably look like brawl where it has a li- more limited card pool than commander yeah and it's a 60 card deck as opposed to a 100
0: yeah exactly um and i know we in the past we've been like oh we should run a, a historic brawl tournament so like we should get back onto figuring that out because that would be one data point for us. Yeah. It would be a fun time in this study. Um, Um, so my, yeah, I guess we are split on the answer to that. Um, but maybe one day we'll find out who knows. Yeah. Um, okay. The same
1: person asked, where do you fall on the sandwich alignment chart? (laughs) Um, which I think is like, it's a very good question. Um, so there's like the two axes are like ingredients and structure. So that you can be an ingredient purist, like class, must have classic sandwich toppings. Ingredient mm-hmm. neutral can contain a broader scope of savory ingredients. Or ingredient rebel can contain literally any food product sandwiched together. Yep. Um, then there's structure, which is it has to have the classic shape <laughs> of two pieces <laughs> of bread and stuff in between. Uh, Great. Structure neutral. Um, The container must be on either side of the toppings, but not necessarily two separate pieces. Ah. And then Structure Rebel can contain any food enveloped in any way by a containing food.
0: Okay. So like the the two extremes are hardline traditionalists, which is like a BLT is a sandwich. Of course, everyone can agree on that. And Radical Sandwich Anarchy, which is a Pop-Tart is a sandwich. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Megan, Uh, where are you on this chart? Radical Sandwich
1: Anarchy. (laughs) A pop tart is a sandwich.
0: <laughs> and I, on the other hand, I'm not a hardline traditionalist, but I am a structural neutral ingredient purist. <laughs> so you Which, say a sub is a sandwich. A sub is a sandwich, yes. And the way I've said this before is that if I was sick and I was in bed and I was like, I feel so horrible and you come over and you're like, how can I help you? And I'm like, I just really have a craving for a sandwich. Could you bring me a sandwich? And you bring me a, <laughs> a <laughs> I swear Sorry. Oh my I have to bleep myself this out. This is what Maria, this
1: is what pushed Maria to swearing It's <laughs> <And laughs> the sandwich me- talk.
0: <laughs> and you bring me a stinking Pop-Tart. I'm going to be like, what did I say? Did I say I want a Pop-Tart? No, I did not. <laughs> I, on the other
1: hand, if I said bring me a sandwich and you brought me a Pop-Tart, I would be so massively entertained. It would bring me more joy than a traditional sandwich ever could.
0: And you'd be like, yes, you have brought me a sandwich. You have completed uh, yes, this, this. I would quest. like I would be like, thank you for this sandwich. <laughs> All right. Well it, it looks like the debate is uh, never settled. The age old debate never quite settled. Yeah. Um I love this chart. Great chart. It's great, great chart. question mm-hmm. um, from Greg here. Have you ever traded or sold any magic cards that you regret looking back now? I sold my dual lands in college years ago. Ooh, that hurts.
1: Um, that hurts. I sold. I sold a um, invention soul ring. Oh, I remember when you opened that. Yeah, that was gorgeous. And like, Ugh. I was most like mostly, I was just like, this makes practical sense. Like I should just sell this because I'm not gonna put it in anything. Like yeah. I'm not a person who super cares about what my cards look like or about yeah. like foiling out or like using special treatments on my deck or whatever. So I should just sell it so I can like enter more events because that's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool and really pretty. It was cool. So I Gosh. guess maybe that one makes me a little sad. I do wish I still had that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, we haven't been playing for long enough to really have any regrets like dual lands or anything, but um, no, I can't think of any off the top of my head. There's ones that I've sold that I know if I held on to them, they would only accrue. Um, Like I had some really sweet, like you mentioned, like cool alternate treatment cards that are just playable forever and you know that they'll only get more more um expensive as time goes on that i just sold because i'm like oh well this person wants it i can have money now so like (laughs) slight regret i guess but like also whatever i made the decision it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yep bethany wants to know what would your ideal mtg release be any specific mechanics or characters um what what frame would you want them in oh that's interesting. okay my
1: ideal would be like all borderless (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like that, I
1: feel like that's like my top like all borderless. Um it's definitely got to have Sagas in it. Oh yeah. It probably has to have bestow in it. We've talked oh, about great. this. And great. Morph. There
0: I we feel go. like
1: that's a really cool weird tharos soup described. Yeah, like Sagas, bestow, Morph, um and all borderless. And like cycling <laughs> and DFCs. Yeah. Oh my just god. Put it all yeah, in just one. like just take all the best ones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wonder if that, that set would probably be pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel like it would be.
1: But it would also be like, eh, maybe it's like too many of like the classic big hitters.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it too much of a good thing? Yeah. Or not? Maybe it I is. I guess we could do like a master set and find out. Yeah. Oh, I I do have to say, I also
1: really loved the Ikoria comic book art ones. Oh, yeah. Those are those beautiful. Those were really cool. Like, uh, I would maybe love to see like that as an art it Wouldn't like the it be cool in this, in the set, in the
0: stream set to like see a set completely of, of quote unquote alternate art. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, Maria, um, what about you? Well, as everyone knows, I would like a set set in the blind eternities, which Mark Wa- Rosewater reminds me is not a place that anything <laughs> can ever happen. Cause it does. It's not a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, it's like setting a set in a doorway. That's what he told me. <laughs> which is <laughs> and also like, a mark, cool idea <laughs> come on mark think outside the box okay it's like weird space it's like the nether regions there's like weird little goblins and s- demons that live there and then of course things that have been sent to the blind eternities to yeah. be put in jail it's and just every
1: like, everything is in the blind eternities every creature ever is in the blind eternities because every creature has been exiled at least once
0: Oh, that's a great—that's a great point. Like, and stuff blinks in and out of existence. there as it's pulled from the blind eternities. Yeah. And it's just really weird and messed up and spooky. <laughs> and it's like a parallel universe. Yeah. Anyway, just, come on, Mark. Just
1: well, I have to it. say, Maria, you once dreamed of a Huey Lewis in the news themed set, and yeah. and I yeah. have to say, Cal Time is maybe
0: the closest you'll ever get. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. An like a, an eighties hair metal set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Here it's, we are. We're basically getting there. Um, even though I wouldn't call it Huey Lewis and the News metal. I would call it.
1: I mean, like, rock. exactly. It's it's like but, rock. But, like, still, you know, it's like music a- adjacent, Cal Time yeah. is.
0: <laughs> call Time is music adjacent. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Huey Lewis and the News. We're still waiting for that. call Time. All right. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take a victory on that. Um, Mirapunk asks, what's your favorite bat? <laughs>
1: Great question. Really great good question. question. I'm just going to get on Scryfall, look up all the creature type bats really quick. Oh, good idea. Because um, also now I'm wondering, like, type line, type line, creature. Bat. Bat. Is bat. Search <laughs> with these options. Let's see. Magic has got to have some okay. bats over the years. There's, um, there's not quite, there's not Ooh. quite 60. They're all, unsurprisingly, they're mostly Black, um, but also there's one that's black, white. And And then there's also, this is probably the winner. um, This is from unsanctioned surgeon (laughs) general commander, (laughs) legendary (laughs) creature, wombat bat chameleon. Love it. Uh, whenever you augment, enchant, or mutate a creature you control, draw a card. And this was when they like they like winked at us with mutate. Remember?
0: Oh yeah. They were like
1: wink, wink. Like, what does it mean to mutate? It wasn't mutate a thing at the time, and people were like, people were like, what does it mean to mutate a creature?
0: Wow. Pretty cool. Gosh, um, all of these bats are really great. This art, I would say creature type bat has above average magic art. Yeah, there's like some pretty cool, there's some pretty cool bats in here. Like Darkmore bat or Dakmore bat, excuse me, is like eating a moth mid flight and a moon Ooh. and a like sunset yeah. sky I remember it. like Blightkeeper looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, Blightkeeper. Um, I love the bat from which set is this unsanctioned that's half you know like half you can put it on something else it's one of the so ones that you can uh, augment and it's bat whatever i love that bat. Yeah. that's very cute, bat. Very cute bat. bat is a beautiful uh drawing uh by uh Niels neil's ham yeah that i think is pretty gorgeous bat i will say that there is one horrifying bat um dementia bat <laughs> I don't know who named that or what's happening, but it's from
1: New and it is terrifying.
0: I like marrow bats, too. They're like skeleton. It's creature type. Bat skeleton. This (gasps) one
1: is like a bat that's wearing a gas mask. (laughs) (laughs) I like these
0: bats a lot. Yeah. I will pick bat skeleton. Bat skeleton marrow bats.
1: I mean, if I had to pick one that's not from the unset. Probably Malakir Familiar. I like his little pig nose. It it does have a little pig nose? Yeah. A little pig nose bat. Cute.
0: (laughs) Great question. Um, Colton asks, what color lightsaber will Grogu have? I love this question. Thank you, Colton. You know that Grogu is my life and I think about Grogu almost nonstop. (laughs) Uh and Grogu would definitely have a purple lightsaber a la oh. mace windu. Oh, purple's a great color. I like that. Yeah. I just have a feeling, Grogu's, that your lightsaber is perps. Um right. I can't maybe wait we'll to find, find out. out. Yeah. Um Ben
1: asks, when I was a teacher, what did I teach? Um I taught first grade and then fourth grade. Um I did not enjoy teaching. It's very difficult. Shout out to teachers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Don't get paid enough. Don't get paid and enough. And the job sucks big time.
0: Yep. Absolutely. In my opinion. For sure. Um, <laughs> we're. I love this is not a question, but a comment. Somebody said, we're watching the eggnog episode. It's reducing us to coughing fits of laughter, quality content. Thank you. Thank you. MC oh, I'm Hawk really that glad comment. that
1: our suffering <laughs> brought you joy.
0: <laughs> oh, good gravy. That was, that was a, it was a. that was the day
1: it was a rough time um maria day. what's happening what's happening over on uh facebook
0: i i'm look, actually looking in um discord right now oh, from our patreon what's happening in Patron. the discord Patrons. all right <clears throat> with this being a new year after such a difficult one for many folks what are each of you most hopeful about in 2021 oh hmm I'm looking up on Facebook too, just to make sure I didn't miss any. Wow. Okay. I think mine would be
1: being able to travel somewhere.
0: Yeah, that would be fun.
1: That's like I'm really, I really want to be able to travel somewhere.
0: I am uh, just super excited for like. I mean, it's my answer is the answer of everybody, which is that um, we can. I want to do a show again. I want to do an improv show. Yeah. Yeah. Number one thing I want to do with an audience (laughs) that is watching live there. And everyone is in the same place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a great that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. What a what a time. What a time.
0: What a time. Uh, this is a great question. Last year, we began to see some of the adjustments Wizards has been making showing up in sets for card power level, turning upwards, and color pie abilities and strength, mostly for white, red, and some abilities in black. Are there adjustments you'd like to see them make regarding gameplay? Mm.
1: Can you read the first part again?
0: Yeah, we've been seeing some of the adjustments Wizards has been making showing up in sets for card power okay. level, which is trending yeah. up, and color pie, abilities for like white red and black yeah Um, okay
1: stop giving red card draw
0: yeah i do i've said it a million
1: times i'll (laughs) i'll say it until red has no more card draw. stop giving red card draw it makes me so mad don't give them okay it's fine to have like a tormenting voice um, it's even fine to have like a cathartic reunion, but like experimental frenzy. Are you kidding me? Bomat courier. Are you kidding me? Like you're supposed to have to give something up if you're playing red aggro and what you're giving up is card advantage. So
0: actually make them give it up. Ooh, snap. That's like my, that's my soapbox for it. I, my soapbox always is regarding white mm-hmm. and I want to see white have, a. Uh, you know, like it's notoriously like the worst color the color pie. And it's one of my favorite colors in magic. So I'm always kind of like, oh, what can we do to make white better? And so I always say, let's challenge ourselves when we think about this color and what it can do and give it strengths that don't rely on other cards for it to be strong. Right. So normally it's like, oh, well whites go wide. Uh, and then it needs a buff or it needs creatures or whatever. So I'm always like, let's make white cards that have an ability that you can use later on the game that is actually relevant. Um, like what so so I think I said like it it gets a um, what's that effect a detain effect or something along those lines a detain an exile or whatever for enough mana and a sacrifice and some white cards do in fact have this ability Um, but to have it be more of something that's the color's identity than it has right now Wow, which is I would argue that exile is a big part of white's color identity yeah for sure I just mean like being able to pair that better with creatures or something um, I think like Skyclave Apparition is
1: a great example. Sure. The yeah, the fact that Skyclave the card is Apparition. gone forever is like something new that they've played with, and I think that it was part of a push to make white better.
0: Yes, it was one of the last cards added to this. That they added it in last thing because they're like, "Oh, we think white needs this." And look yeah. how much it how is prevalent. Impacted. It is yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. If applicable, what do you hope to see done with Magic story? Mm. I think. I think something that we've – they've already answered two of our wishes of this, which was to put the story back on their website so you don't have to buy an ebook. That's a big part of it. Absolutely. And two, which was to divest themselves from markets that weren't going to accept things that should happen in the magic story, like that they were worried about, like, um, you know, like uh, LGBT characters or whatever. Yeah. That they weren't, for whatever reason, allowed to put in to other markets. They're now – free and open to do so. So those are two of my big gripes. Yeah. Same. And that's that's all I've got there.
1: (laughs) And, I mean, stop treating Nahiri like a villain.
0: (laughs) Nahiri did nothing wrong. Hashtag Nahiri did nothing wrong. Hashtag Nahiri can do no wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zelo asks, I know you're excited for the legendary squirrel creature Are intending to build it for commander. What other new legendary creatures have have to bring to the table in order to get you equally excited for putting commander. (laughs) Oh man. I don't know.
1: Um, I don't know. This really like this legendary wolf is cool. It's really pretty. The alternate. Pretty. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know. That's hard to say. Yeah, Megan, come on. Uh, you've said treasure cruise. Make treasure cruise a creature yes. she'll okay. play Do you know what?
1: There we go. Fine. You're right. Every single time my answer <laughs> is just make treasure cruise a creature.
0: Uh, any good reads in 2020? Oh, man. Uh, I know Megan's going to have some answers to this question.
1: Yeah. My top two books of the year um, were a book called um, We Are Not Free. Uh, which is about um, the incarceration of Japanese Americans during World War II. Um, It's really, really good. It's a great novel. Um, I think it balances really well you being outraged and you're like, I can't believe that the U.S. did this. But do you know what? The U.S. did. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's also, it's just like, because it's a novel, it's a lot about individual people's lives and like it manages to not always it manages to find like really hopeful moments or like really lovely moments um and balancing that out with like being really angry and really aghast and really like horrified yeah (laughs) um really excellent book cannot recommend it enough and then my other one was Mexican Gothic which is like a classic um like it kind of harkens back to like old school Gothic novels um which were in like the 1800s Uh, and I love like gothic novels do this really, for me, like the, the hallmark of a gothic novel is one, like atmosphere of everything being kind of like creepy and weird, but two, it's like this, this piece of it where you're like, especially with women, it did this of like, are they, is this person crazy or, or is what they are experiencing real and is it real? And just happening, or is it malicious and a malicious act by somebody else?
0: Right. It like plays with all
1: those questions. And this, I think um, this is set in like 1920s, is it 1920s or 1950s Mexico? And has like this, like this awesome, like main character who's this like socialite in that era. And like, I think it just does such a good job of still playing with that same question of like, is what she's experiencing in this world? Um, Like, is she going crazy? Is someone maliciously making her go crazy? Um, Is it just happening? Is she not actually crazy and all this stuff is actually happening? Oh, it's so good. I cannot recommend it enough.
0: I'm excited to read it. Maggie got it for me for Christmas. And and the cover is so gorgeous. It's really pretty. It's really
1: pretty. Um, So, yeah,
0: those are my big two. My two recs for you um, are one that I'm late to the party on, but I'm going to mention it here now. Uh, Megan has read this earlier this summer. Red, White and Royal Blue. Um, I loved it. So (laughs) good. I loved it. It's a like, quote unquote, trashy romance novel, but it's it's really more than that. It's so good.
1: It's so good.
0: It's so good and so witty and clever. And um, it's uh, just a great, fun romance. If you're like, I need a pick me up in my life and some joy in my life consider reading this it's just just a delight Um, about an American, like son of the president and British Royal Prince, um, (laughs) getting together. And like, honestly, I read, you know, the author was like, I've kind of wanted to write like, what would happen if like somebody else had been elected president after Obama? And I kind of want to think about how the world would be different and more optimistic. And like, it really does make you feel optimistic and happy to read it. And you're like, Oh, what if this had happened? You know, it's just, it's just, just a wonderful, fun romp. And I highly recommend it. Um, the it's other one uh, so good that I love is this cool uh, newer one for me, the Creative Tarot by Jessica Crispin, which. Um, If anybody knows, I've kind of into the tarot and reading it and stuff. And this is a really cool book about like how to use it to help you uh, spark creativity and um, like get inspiration for your projects. If you're feeling stuck, how do you move past that? You know, it's not like about (laughs) the future, which, you know, you can do if that's your thing. But I like to think of it as like, oh, I'm feeling stuck or I don't know how to deal with this problem and like kind of rewiring your brain to help you think about uh, your situation differently and push you in new directions that maybe you wouldn't have gotten to on your own or at least not as quickly. So that's really cool uh, read too if that kind of thing is your jam.
1: Nice. Um, One of my ones from last year too, if you have not read it yet, is Circe by Madeline Miller. Oh yeah. Um, One of the best books I've read literally in my lifetime. Um, So if you have not read it, go out, read it. So good.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is a review from literally everyone. Everyone who's ever read Circe. about this
1: book. It's like, this book is so good. (laughs) This- Ugh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this next question. Like I love Grogu. Okay. <clears throat> Suppose you're at an important business meeting in a corporate boardroom okay. and a guy is like, we're going through with the merger and that's final. And somebody else is like, now, now, before you commit to anything, I advise you to look inside this briefcase. All this can be yours. Just reconsider our offer. And you open up the briefcase and it's just filled with spaghetti and red sauce. Will you take the spaghetti guy's offer?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, Yes. obviously. The answer is yes. Yep, 100%. (laughs) Spaghetti Guy. Take the offer from Spaghetti Guy. They obviously have a lot going
1: on. Every boardroom needs a spaghetti guy.
0: (laughs) Every office needs a spaghetti guy. Every office needs a spaghetti guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you uh, have any questions off of Insta, Megan? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because that's all from Discord and Twitter for now.
1: Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, the first one is, when will they make land destruction decent again to stop all the ramp? Nobody
0: wants is that. This, You're a monster. Is that Cube April? It was Cube not April? Cube <laughs> April,
1: but you know what? We have a friend for you. Um, uh, find uh, Cube yeah, April on Twitter and you can talk <laughs> about land destruction all day. Um, uh,
0: great. Great. Ooh. Play Ponsu.
1: Tim asks, what is your favorite MTG land art?
0: <gasps> what a question wow,
1: that's like a really difficult question
0: well i know my answer okay which one's your answer okay so obviously i love land art so much um my answer is the uh, apac Plains, which Ooh. is the sunflower Plains. okay okay and this was from a project where they went there's Eurolands lands and apac lands and they went and they found real places and they painted them on these lands which is pretty cool and these are the sunflower planes um I I love them I have two of them in my personal collection they're kind of expensive but I you only want run like one planes and boggles so <laughs> that's where it lives currently in my real life and then I of course have them in my arena decks because they just released those lands on arena which is really cool yeah yeah oh okay um gosh this is hard I think are you a, a cup island person
1: I am an island person I think like one of the ones that comes to mind. When what was this for? It's the island. I think it's an unset originally, like one of the borderless islands. Sure.
0: That one you of the can first get. borderless islands. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I also have to mention the like the birch trees, the 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 forest with the birch trees at, with the snow on them. Oh yeah. And they and there's like a pretty little sunset behind them. That's tied.
1: Yeah. Um. I sent you one. I sent you the okay. one that I'm talking about. Do you know when it's from?
0: I don't Hold know on. when it's from. How do I, gotta, how, how do I open chat? Like I don't know, go? Maria. There it is. So my window was too small. Okay. Um, yeah, this was from a very. What was? Oh my gosh, when was this? I don't even know. That's the thing. Adam Pequet Island with the gold. It was kind of recent. Yeah, I want to say.
1: Like this one was from. This one it wasn't like it just calls it arena promo on here. Anyways, I love it. Hmm. Um, it's beautiful. It's borderless. Um, it's like a cool like flow. It's like a, an ocean, but then like the cool like rock formations above it. Yeah. Um, it's great. I like it.
0: I want to get back on the borderless train just for a second because we kind of went past it really fast. But yeah, borderless cards. I think soapbox, Box every card in Magic should be borderless. Good
1: yeah, enough. we've said it before.
0: Yep we've said it there before it. and we mean it. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious people. I know. Not playing around. Looks better.
1: Yeah. Yep, it just does. Oh, it just does. It looks so like modern.
0: <laughs> it looks like a modern game. Yeah.
1: Um and I will say I feel like this is like a cheating like a cheating answer, but there's like the the Godzilla Island also. I really like. I think it's really oh, yeah, pretty and great. it looks really cool. <laughs>
0: any land goes in these in these i think so that's yeah. not gd um anyways i really love that one a plus all right
1: a plus answer um if you could draft a set from before the modern era which would you draft so that means any set that's not legal in modern oh do you know what i think you just have to go with like beta right you're just like yeah if you you're s- gonna go back just go all like just slam it
0: crack that power even though like we've learned that the draft of that format is kind it's of like bad, bad.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like bad <laughs> yes
0: they drafted it for the 25th anniversary and like people are like opening power and stuff and their decks were just hot garbage exactly
1: they're like okay it's not actually good but like it would just be cool it would still it would be just so be cool, cool.
0: It would be cool and remember to play any creature that you pick and remember Literally to pick just a
1: creature. pick a creature.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pick a creature and you'll
1: you'll be better for you'll it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine.
0: I was going to say I want to draft the set with horsemanship in it. Um, oh yeah. Okay. But that's in I believe that's in modern, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you. The people need to know what the people need to know I, hold on okay well i can't <laughs> hold on hold on by the way everybody i opened up uh us what's it called why can't i think of it a special fancy booster <laughs> collector booster collector booster the other day because i had one sitting here for a long time and i forgot to open it on the crimby episode oh no um, that one
1: you could draft that's portal three kingdoms and it is not <laughs> legal and modern so it is all from right before.
0: I've All heard right. that the draft of that is terrible as well, just so you know. But I just want to draft horsemanship. I'm into that. I would try that. My foily mountain. Wow. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Horsemanship. Anyway. Horse. Horsemanship. Marie wants to play with horsemanship because Everybody it's like wants flying. To play
1: with exactly the same as
0: flying, except no. horses. I mean better than flying, honestly, because reach creatures can't block it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's everything from over on Insta.
0: Wow. Thank you everybody so much for all of your questions. We'll do another AMA, you know, we do uh, periodically throughout the year, just to make sure we answer, uh, things that you've got going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you're a patron, you can always post in the mailbag section of our discord. Um, that's kind of like a, you know, forever AMA in there (laughs) and we'll try to answer your questions as they arise. (laughs) Tag me if you want to get a faster answer. um, But yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for sending questions in. Hey, everybody, did you get some cool magic stuff for Christmas? And you're like, I wish I had something cool to put this magic stuff in. Did you crack a collector booster? And like, where do I put these beautiful cards? Don't worry, we have the answer. Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro is
1: the place to go.
0: Yeah, I'm looking right now at their Mythic series. They've got deck boxes, binders, play mats, um, and it is just gorgeous. Like, uh, it looks kind of like fabric, but it's not fabric, so, like, woven. Uh, material that they're using on these deck boxes and stuff and they've got the cool uh, mythic orange planeswalker symbol on them and if you open them up you can see an embossed planeswalker symbol on the inside of the boxes and stuff this is kind of like the fanciest height of magic collectible coolness Yes, um, is this mythic series stuff so if you've got some cool stuff that you want to keep safe consider Ultra pros mythic series uh, deck boxes and binders because they are just gorgeous and also by the way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they've got the, the fancies of all the deck boxes is the mythic edition Elko vault yes. and they made a meme and it's the it's this great. bad boy can hold so many sleeve cards in it meme and it's 200 double sleeve cards in that bad boy nice nice double sleeve so, hold all the stuff double sleeve it look awesome high end protect your collector boosty prizes yeah ultra pro <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you once again so much for hanging out with us for another week. It's It means so much to have you here with us every single week um, during a time when, you know, the pandemic is happening. You raise our spirits by knowing that our voices are going out through your cats' mouths and into your ear holes. That's right.
1: Um, you know, we, hope, we all hope that 2021 is better than 2020. Um, but no matter what this year turns out looking like, uh, we're always here for you. Hopefully giving you that magic news you need over on the upkeep yeah. um and given you that magic joy you can feel here on these episodes
0: yeah if you want to become a patron and give some of that joy back to us it just takes just a couple of minutes and it costs so very little per month uh all things considered like if you're buying coffee you can equate it to that yeah. me my my energy drink of choice uh certainly cheaper than that
1: <laughs> yep and oh, remember um, um it gets you things like the molly moment molly. oh the molly moment she's not even looking at us
0: Mo- She's got Molly her back turned, turned to us. Molly. She's shunning us. <gasps> Hi, Minnie. There she is. Hi, Molly. <laughs> what a good kitty. Come here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Bringing you Molly moments uh, since Megan got Molly, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back in here the day. Come here. Uh, Next week, we've got a special show for you. We're going to have a very special guest on to talk about Arena and how to go infinite on Arena by drafting. Um, I'm super excited to hear what our guest has to say. Hi, Molly. Say something. (laughs) Say hi. She's like, I refuse. She's like, no, absolutely not. I will not meow on cue for you, (laughs) you pitiful
1: human. I'm not a dog.
0: I'm not a dog. Come on. So yeah, like super exciting stuff. We've got, yeah, How to Go Infinite. We've also got our Cal Time previews coming up on our next episode, which will be super exciting. Um, and yeah, One Step Closer to Call Time too, which is coming out later this month on the 28th on Arena. Very, yeah. very excited for our Huey Lewis and the new set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I when I had that realization, I was like, I have to tell Maria this.
0: Yes, like, you It's do. like,
1: it's technically, like, it's like
0: way closer than you ever should have gotten. That's honestly very true. They should never (laughs) make a Huey Lewis in the news. (laughs) But, uh, you know, as close as we're going to get, call time. Um, Yeah, thanks once again to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro for being awesome sponsors in our Ultra show. Thanks to Molly for being there. uh, Ghost host, as always. And um, all of you at home for checking the show out every single week. I'm putting together my two tiny hands for you right now. (laughs) Do you hear them? Unfortunately, I do. (laughs)